Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is March 6th, and this is for the week of March 6th through the 12th. Um, we are still in Pisces. We have two weeks of Pisces to go. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone's Pisces is going great. I have been traumatized. I'm always traumatized by Pisces. There's no getting around it. I love Pisces. Don't get me wrong. I really do love it. But um, it is definitely like being being in a waking dream this time of year. Um, I feel like I have zero control over really anything. And uh, I just have to kind of go along for the ride, as it were. Um, but anyway, happy <laughs> Pisces to everyone. We hope you're enjoying it. I mean, Pisces usually brings some fun, right? Some creativity and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, let's see, you know, there's not a lot of astrological activity this week, which is kind of a good thing, maybe, uh, for anyone who's looking to maybe catch their breath, uh, that kind of thing. Um, there are no planets changing signs this week, so there's that. And, um, I don't know. I mean, today the moon is in Sagittarius Mm. and Almy and I noticed that there are a lot of people out today. Um, the Sagittarius moon could have an effect on that. People wanting to get out and socialize, uh, Sagittarius likes to explore, likes to have experiences that could be part of it. Um, but by Sunday, the moon's going to go into Capricorn, into industrious, responsible Capricorn. And uh, the party might sort of end, so to speak, or at least we might be feeling um, or looking more at things in life that we need to tackle in terms of like responsibilities. So if you haven't filed your taxes yet, for example, maybe you'll be thinking about that on Sunday and Monday when the moon is in Capricorn. Um, Tuesday, the moon will go into Aquarius and Tuesday and Wednesday, the energy out there could actually maybe be a little hyper. Um, it could be kind of a hippie vibe. There's going to be a lot of planets in Aquarius on Tuesday and Wednesday. And, uh, the moon, which will be in Aquarius those days will be forming conjunctions with Saturn, Jupiter, and Mercury. And, um, yeah, things could get a little psychedelic. Uh, we could find ourselves working with groups. Uh, just, you know, Aquarius is always very sociable energy. Um, and our focus will turn to, you know, what's possible. Um, how can we expand and grow as humans? You know, mm. how can we help others? Mm. Uh, how can we look at things differently? Mm. So that's sort of the early part of this week. Um, also on Tuesday, March 9th, the Aquarius moon will form a nice trine with Mars, which is currently in Gemini. So that should hopefully give us a burst of energy as well. Um, Wednesday, March 10th, uh, Pisces is going to get back into the mix a bit. Um, the sun will be in Pisces and, uh, it will be forming a conjunction with Neptune, which is also in Pisces. So when the sun and, uh, Neptune meet up in the sky, that can lead to kind of blurry thinking. Um, it can be a little difficult to discern what's true, what's fact, what's fiction, Uh, We can also be inspiring energy, perhaps. But um, if you're working on a project that uh, is detail-oriented or that you're looking for answers to in order to complete it, I don't know if you're going to get those answers on Wednesday. It can be kind of a cloudy kind of vibe. 
Um, and then by Thursday, the, the moon will also go into Pisces, adding to the, uh, the Piscean energy. And we could also feel downright drained by Thursday. Uh, part of the reason for that is that this week we are headed towards a new moon. So overall, the energy is kind of slowing down. And by uh, Saturday, a week from today, Saturday, March 13th, when we have the new moon, you could potentially just feel totally drained, just exhausted. Mm. Um, you might not feel it, but um, I intend to <laughs> because um, it's going to be a Pisces sun and a Pisces moon. And uh, Pisces always makes me um, sleepy, put it that way. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the week in general. And, you know, just as we are in Pisces, again, it, it is a, a friendly energy. It is a good time to uh, talk to people, mm. uh, interact with people, that kind of stuff. Um, I also kind of associate Pisces with endings as well. Pisces is the oldest sign of the zodiac, so I sometimes think of things that um, you know might end end or kind of run their course. If you look at the zodiac, Pisces is the last uh, sign, the oldest sign, so that could be where a cycle is ending, and then Aries being the the new sign, the first of the zodiac, and then you have your new beginnings there. So if there are things in your life you've noticed are ending or breaking down or just have stopped that could be part of the piscean influence as well and uh, you might kind of feel like you're in an in-between phase a little bit until we get into aries in the next couple of weeks mm. um but that was just another random thought i had um you know piscean energy can be a bit reclusive it can be a bit mysterious whereas aries as the first sign the youngest sign of the zodiac well, there's nothing really mysterious about Aries. Aries will let you know what they're thinking mm. all the time. Case in point, Alec Baldwin, mm. one of the most famous Aries of all time, okay. or at yeah. least of our generation. Um, anyway, I, we is, have a, is Alec Baldwin your generation? Uh, I guess he's closer to mine. No, he's I, not your generation. Oh, okay. I don't even know what the generations are anymore. I don't know. Um, Again, we're in Pisces. It's really difficult to, you know, distinguish things right now. Everything kind of bleeds together. He's of a generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's of a generation. Yeah. Um, anyway, every week on this show, uh, I ask Almy a question. Uh, oh. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. And we have a segment of this show called Ask a Scorpio, where okay. I ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio perspective on life. And Almy, uh, I was just talking about Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin and his wife uh, just welcomed a new baby. Or yeah. Is it one baby or were, were there twins? It was just no, one, right? No, they're not technically okay. twins, but they're five months apart, six months apart. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're posting pictures on social media and as we know the internet can be downright mean and cruel and people were saying some unkind things about the baby which is ridiculous of course and Elmi as a Scorpio how did you feel about Alec Baldwin jumping in there and telling people what they could do with <laughs> themselves oh I thought it was great yeah people aren't really they weren't saying mean things about the baby they're angry because like she had a baby and then five or six months later, they welcomed another baby. So it was clear that she used a surrogate. And people are mad about that. I don't I don't care. Like, it's none of my business. I don't understand why people care. Uh, but they're mad about that. And they're, you know, saying, why won't you tell us the truth? And blah, blah, blah. And some woman wrote out this very long comment. And Alec Baldwin was uh, very clear, with some very profane language about what she could do with her opinions and thoughts. And I, I got to side with him. 
I don't understand why you would go on to someone's Instagram page and like give a paragraph with your thoughts and opinions about their kids and their family. Like, I think people forget these are real people. Um, I don't see Alec Baldwin going on her page, like telling her what to do with her family. So in this case, I don't know. I, I hate to say that I give props to Alec Baldwin, but I kind of do as a Scorpio. And just as someone who's really sick of all the negativity online, there is so much negativity and it can be overwhelming and I'm not even famous. So I, I think I get where he was coming from. Yeah, um, because, yeah, Elk Baldwin is an Aries. Elmi is a Scorpio. Both Aries and Scorpio used to be ruled by Mars. Mm -hmm. So if you anger an Aries person or a Scorpio person, they have that Mars influence, and they're going to let you know what they think about you in no uncertain terms. Do you think mm -hmm. that's that's fair to say, Elmi, if you stir <laughs> the pot with it, either an Aries or a Scorpio? I think, though, Scorpio's less so than Aries. If you anger a Scorpio, you may not know it until you try to talk to them five years later and they're still mad. Do you know what I mean? I think Scorpios ice you out, whereas Aries are all fire right in the front. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Exactly. Aries is going to fire back immediately. Scorpio is going to buy their time and perhaps strike later. Yeah, or it, I don't even know if it's that intentional. Um, certainly, there are Scorpios who will let you know right up front that they're mad, or they'll think that they're letting you know, but you're not picking up on it. Uh, definitely different than what I've seen from Alec Baldwin, where we, we know when he's mad. I mean, he will literally punch people when he's mad at them. Mm -hmm. um, he will scream obscenities at police officers, he doesn't care who you are. He, if he's mad, like he will let you know. And I, I don't know that that's, um, you know, a similar. I keep saying um, and you know, doing this podcast has made me very aware of that. Do you have any things you've noticed from doing this podcast? Just that I, 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 you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I talk like this a lot. I just say um, yeah, I don't know. I stammer. I stutter. I do whatever. I don't know. It's it's a yeah, really we gotta weird clean it up thing here. We gotta that clean you it up. that you notice yeah. when you do a podcast. Try to notice it for yourself, even if you're not doing a podcast. Throughout the day, listen to how many times you use filler words like um, like you know, it's very illuminating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope though that sums up the Alec Baldwin question and the anger thing. I think Aries generally, and of course this is a generalization. We know that we're not saying astrology is some like, I mean, these are all generalizations. This is fun for us. We're not saying that this is how you should live your life or that if you are this sign, you live your life this way. As a generalization, I think the generalization is that Aries, if they are angry, you know they are angry and they are perhaps a little more vibrant with their anger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think we've uh, discussed that subject. Yeah. So that was Ask a Scorpio. Thank you. And thank you, Almy, as always, for giving us your Scorpio perspective on yeah. things. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say, following Alec Baldwin on Instagram has been incredibly entertaining. I am not even really a fan of Alec Baldwin, but I am a fan of how he just shuts people down. Because I get that. Why be negative on someone else's Instagram account? I think we forget that celebrities are human. And I think we think a lot of them never even read these comments, but some of them do. And I am forever going to keep that in mind now. Yeah, and just the whole general thing. I mean, at the end of the day, whoever you are, you need to watch your mouth. 
And just be mindful. People are people no matter who they are. Just be nice online. Yeah. Be nice. That's a Piscean lesson. Yeah, be there we go. nice. You know, Good. things might not always fall into place during Pisces. I mean, things will fall. People will fall. There will be slips. <laughs> Didn't Mitt Romney fall recently? He did, yeah. Poor Mitt Romney. Um, sorry, Mitt Romney, to hear about your fall. We're wishing you a speedy recovery. And also my buddy Maddie, who uh, had a health issue, a health scare last week. Yeah. Um, he's out of the hospital now, so uh, wishing you the best, Maddie. We yeah, love you. We and, love you. Uh, so glad that um, it wasn't worse than it was. Um, anyhow, okay, so now let's transition to, I don't know if, if this is real talk or what you would call this. Uh, again, I didn't get into astrology to talk about real stuff, but um, there is a lot going on in the world that can't, you know, we can't just shut it all out, I guess. But anyway, um, I was just looking at some patterns. That's part of the reason I'm into astrology. I like to look at patterns and cycles and symbols and those kind of things. And we'll see if this makes any sense. But um, starting with a real subject here. So anyway, um, the trial for Derek Chauvin, the former police officer who killed George Floyd last year in front of the entire world, starts this Monday, March 8th. And um, it's happening while this trial is happening while the planet Saturn is in Aquarius. And they're saying that there might be a delay to the start of the trial. Um, but even if there is a delay, Saturn is staying in Aquarius until 2023. So this trial is going to take place while Saturn is in Aquarius. Now, in 2020, Saturn was in Capricorn for most of the year. Mm. However, from March 21st of 2020 through July 1st of 2020, Saturn did briefly go into Aquarius. And during that time, George Floyd was killed and we saw riots and we saw destruction in the city of Minneapolis. Mm. Um, but we also saw a lot of uh, peaceful protests throughout the country mm -hmm. and throughout the world. So Saturn is back in Aquarius right now, um, just like it was for a few months in 2020. And um, George Floyd is going to be coming back into um, focus here. And there's going to be a lot of people paying attention to this trial, of course. Um, now, prior to 2020, when was the last time Saturn was in Aquarius? Well, you'd have to go back to the early 90s, um, 1991 to early 1994 would have been the last time that the planet Saturn was in Aquarius. During that time, we witnessed the Rodney King beating and the subsequent acquittal of the officers involved, mm -hmm. and we witnessed the L.A. riots. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, when was Saturn last in Aquarius? Prior to the 1990s. It was in Aquarius from 1962 to 1964. Mm. During that time, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was signed. Little caveat here. When it was officially signed, Saturn did dip into Pisces briefly. Mm. Although I'm telling you, Saturn and Aquarius is going to want to take credit for that uh, Civil Rights Act of 1964. But it was around that time when it was signed. Um, so what am I getting at here? Um, other than... Does anyone else notice maybe a pattern here mm. um, involving civil rights in the United States and Saturn being in Aquarius during some of these events? And again, civil rights in America, civil rights anywhere is an ongoing thing. Who cares where the planets are? Who cares what year it is? It's something that um, we're constantly working on and, and working to make improvements on. But um, the planet Saturn, what does Saturn represent? Well, Saturn is structure. Saturn is the status quo. St Saturn is laws. It's rules. It's how our society is structured. 
So what's Aquarius? Well, Aquarius energy is very, very interested in human rights. So you get mm. Saturn in Aquarius. What do you have? You have laws regarding human rights. And that's coming into focus again. And, um, you know, these, these rights need to be altered from time to time to include more people. Um, sadly, we do have to have laws simply to protect people from other people. Um, as ridiculous as that is, that's the way the world works. So with Saturn and Aquarius here, we're once again seeing the importance of being able to protect humans and protect human life. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, that's just something I noticed. Saturn and Aquarius mm. with Ronnie King, Saturn and Aquarius with George Floyd. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. It only happens every 30 years. And I'm not saying injustices only happen once every 30 right. years. Of course, they, they happen every day, sadly. But I'm just curious because any astrologer um, wants to put emphasis on, on someone's Saturn return. And I think we all know what Saturn return is. Um, like I was born when Saturn was in Leo. And um, it takes Saturn about 29 years to get back to where it was when you were born. So when I was born, Saturn was in Leo. Then Saturn went all the way around the zodiac. And by the time I was 29, it's back in Leo again. And that's your Saturn return. And um, a lot of people have heard of Saturn return. Um, and that is supposed to kind of be a difficult time in your life, potentially, because that's where you have to... Um, face certain things that maybe weren't um, working um, and making um, uh, adjustments. And it can be a really painful experience for people um, because it's, it's like this forced change. It's like if you haven't made certain changes, whatever you're supposed to do to evolve as a human, all of a sudden those changes are going to take place. Mm. And it can be a really stressful time, um, especially at the 29 age one, because it's like you're no longer a kid. You're not quite an adult trying to figure things out. Um, and then it happens again when you're 58. And then it happens again around the time you're 87, if you're lucky to to live that long. So what I'm looking at here. Uh, at the end of the day, I guess, is this Saturn and Aquarius. Well, is this George Floyd, what took place, the George Floyd event, um, is it a Saturn return for the country in terms of like looking back? What have we learned since um, Rodney King and since the L.A. riots and, um, and how we treat people and how we, at the end of the day, I guess I'm just getting at it. We got to be nice to each other. We got to, um, uh, everyone is entitled to being treated fairly and being treated like a human being. And um, that's coming back into focus again with this trial. And I'm um, just wishing everyone the best. And I wish everyone, um, you know, I just want everyone to stay safe. And hopefully we've learned some things. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Just want everyone to know I'm thinking about you right now. I guess that's uh, the end of this particular ramble. But um, anyway, that's uh, what we got for this week. And um, there are no retrograde planets. Once again, no retrograde planets. Not a one until April 27th. So... Yeah, Elmi, anything else you want to add? I had a nice ramble there, but oh no, I'm I'm good. I uh, I agree with uh, your statements, and I think it's uh, never a bad thing to be thoughtful. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, well, thanks as always for listening. We love you, and um, Elmi's going to take us out with some deep breaths. Yeah, if you want to stick with us, we're going to take about mm, 90, 60 seconds to just do a nice deep breath to close us out. So if you like, now is the time to just get comfortable. You can close your eyes if you like. And then very slowly through the nose, let's all take a deep breath in. 
you might hear my stomach growling. I'm so sorry. And just take a slow breath out through the mouth. Nice. Let's do one more slow, deep breath in. And slowly release. And let's do one last one. Ready, slow, deep breath in. And a nice, slow, deep breath out. All right, and shake those shoulders, unclench your jaw, relax your forehead, anything, any place where there's tension in your body, just let that go. And we thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a wonderful week.